And we're learning Simon Vav. So the Chayotim talks about this halacha of Machanach HaKadosh, which we mentioned before. Well, let's do it again. The Torah writes uh, that the place where a person is, the Klaus was going to be in camping, uh, is going to be a place which is Kaddish. This is when the, even when they're going to war, and obviously in general that they, they need to do that. The Torah is giving a, a positive command that when you are involved in the elements of Kedusha, of the uh, Torah or Tefillah, whether it's deeper or even hearer, the place has to be a place which is free from uh, items which people re- relate to as being disgusting. That includes, like the Torah said, the example of Tsoya, yeah. So, um, if you imagine a world where they live, live with animals on a regular basis, so the streets had animal droppings. So, we're going to see later on that specific animals alone, their droppings might not be problematic, but when there's a buildup of it, it becomes disgusting to people. It, it becomes masriach, it, it, and it's going to be something which people will distance themselves with normally. And therefore, that's a, a mitzvah seidaraisa, that a person should not be involved be in seidari Torah or think divri Torah in such a place. This is a great challenge once upon a time. Uh, when people lived in a world of animals all over the place, a person was walking in the streets, a person had to be very careful uh, they're coming outside to say Kiddush Lavana. Uh, they couldn't say Kiddush Lavana because maybe the street wasn't clean. The person was walking on the street, they were thinking and learning. They can't think and learning while they were in the street. And it was a tremendous challenge to be careful about this, this concept, Baruch Hashem. We don't live in that type of situation anymore. Uh, we replace it with the pollution of cars instead. But that is not something which comes from decay. Even though the smell is a, is a bad smell, a smell which is a bad smell which does not come from decay is not problematic. Uh, but something which comes due to the decay is, is considered uh, an element of soya and is problematic. Uh, it goes through a list of different types of animals and situations which, which are problematic. Uh, we're not going to get involved in them again because that's not something which is common uh, nowadays. So he does mention that... Um, that the tzoyah of a kelev alone is not problematic. Uh, this is is a common issue, unless there be a large buildup of it. Um, but in the average scenario, that's not going to be problematic. But then he continues and he says that grav uh, shall So skip about five lines. That he says that grav shall of abet so they lived in a world without having running water, without having indoor plumbing. And so the person, when the person had relieved themselves, they had to go out to the, bat, the outhouse. Sometimes that wasn't really realistic, so they had what's known as a chamber pot. A chamber pot was something that they would use while they were in their chamber to relieve themselves in. And they would take it outside and empty it in the outhouse. But the chamber pot itself, even if it's emptied outside, because it's used for the purpose of soya, 
it becomes disgusting. And so that was that was a problem that he got a halachic din of soya, and he's going to say that this actually that both the Amr Tzmerag Lion, which, which is used for Merag Lion, for urine, um, these, the Yidu HaShavit, Masriach Yosem in Merag Lion, Mamish, Kleilu Dinan Ketsoyim in Atara. The Chayaram points out that the halachic status of these items is in the rice. So, so this is relevant to a person who uh, has someone who's sick and they're using a bedpan, and this would ha- potentially have this halacha of it, Person has a container that they use from Eraglayim, that would have a din of an ovit or, or a graph. Um, person is training a child, they have some type of a, that they use something that the child relieves himself into. Um, all these examples would be something which would go into this Allah. So that is something which is more potentially is common nowadays as well, or at least it's found nowadays as well. Um, and he points out that this is in the Raisa. So how do you do with this? So the way you would address the problem is by covering it. The Torah says that the person would relieve himself and they would dig and they would cover the tzoya. So the Torah says it's sufficient for the process. You don't have to remove it. Covering it is sufficient. Even if the covering is not something which is going to remain there. Uh, the snow covers it. A rake of a person would have a, a thick phlegm which would cover the tzaya, uh, that would also be sufficient. If it's not, not visible through this covering, it is sufficient. If he covers it with glass, so it's visible through the glass. So the main point over here is that there's a covering. So these items which tend to dissolve, as long as it's not visible, it's, it's covering it. Once it's visible, it means it's dissolving. The glass, even if it's visible through the glass, the fact that the glass is covering it is sufficient uh, to remove the status of issue of tzaya. Now we're going to see, this is all talking about a scenario when you cannot smell the item Covering it and you can still smell it uh, is still problematic. And we'll clarify these Allah's words in the upcoming shurim. Meanwhile, have a good day.